What is up? Coming to you live from the jungle, the home of our little tiger. And I realize I did not set up the camera correctly. Ha 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 It's time for another episode of Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. It is Monday, March 21st, 2022. This is episode 270 of the show. If you are watching this live, it is currently 10 p.m., and it took a little while to get our little dude to sleep this time. That's why I'm coming on so super duper late. I mean, we're, we've been normally coming on this late anyway. It seems like it's been more convenient for some of our regular viewers who watch the live stream. If you want to watch the live stream, just make sure to tune in on Monday night to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Dre GP podcast. And I would be remiss to not lead off the show to... If I didn't lead off the show, I'm bad with this live business. And the cat is meowing as well. Uh, please go check out our YouTube page because I've been putting a lot more work into it. We are getting more views and we are getting uh, subscribers. And that is very good. It's been progressing very well. Last week, uh, the wife surprised me. Oh, hey, what's up, Daniel Wong? Uh, the wife surprised me by ordering me a four-pack of Broken Skull Beer, and we did a live video here on Facebook, and uh, I also took that video and put it up on our YouTube page, and it's been actually doing pretty good numbers by comparison to our other videos. The only video that's currently beating it in recent memory is me opening up a copy of Grand Theft Auto Trilogy. Cat? Away from us, cat. Of course, naturally, now the cat wants to interrupt during the podcast, not in the last hour. The, the 10 p.m. edition. For the, this, is for, this is for all the parents, all the West Coast parents who just put their kids to bed edition. The Dreshes go get a beer right now and drink it live on the air. <laughs> so, yeah, Daniel, so yeah, uh, you are probably a lot, have a lot stronger cons, cons, constitution than I do. Uh, I've come on here and said I I am allergic to alcohol and that uh, one of those Steve Austin American lagers is one tall boy that's that's a pint can that leaves me drunk I don't know if it's just because it has super high alcohol content but all I need is one and I am good to go I am floating away (laughs) I know I know our our, our friend Damon called it uh, uh, cat piss yellow but I, I I enjoy it, and man, just one of those left me feeling like, whoa, I feel good. I'm going to get a good night's sleep. <laughs> Your kids are older. You've had, you've had more practice getting them to sleep. <laughs> they, go to, they go to bed earlier, or it's easier for you to get them to bed. <laughs> uh, Tiger, Tiger was having a tummy trouble saying, yeah, the beer's really good. Uh, I feel like they had to do a lot of testing. I don't, I don't think Stone Cold would put his name on the beer if it wasn't good. Uh, I, I've enjoyed it. Uh, I'm going to try to find the, that, that that liquor store you're talking about. <laughs> you know, it's funny. You, you say that. I, I More practice drinking beer. Uh, no, years ago, I want to say, gosh, like 10 years ago, more, maybe even longer than that. It's like 14 years ago, one of my good friends who... I always meant to get on the podcast, but I, we can never get our schedule straight. Up. A buddy of mine, Jonah Keel, he's, he's the guy who got me the job or who hooked me up to the right person to get me the job at Disney way back in 2012. He's, 
he, right now he, he's a he's a high-powered executive at a at a PR firm handling video games now he used to handle movies but now he he's moved on to handling video games uh, he tried as hard as he could because because uh, uh, I didn't get started drinking until very uh, much much later than, than your average young person uh, um, my mom pre-programming like no drinking is bad drinking is terrible you don't you dare drink don't be a borracho don't be a drunk so I, I really didn't get started in like really drinking drinking until I was like 25 or 27 and even then I was just taking it really easy I, I don't know I think I told this story on the podcast a few weeks ago but let's just rehash it again because not everybody listens to every episode <laughs> you didn't start until your first kid ah <laughs> they drive us to drink yeah ironically yeah, I, I, I hadn't uh, I, I I hadn't drank since before Tiger was born. These are the, the first time I've. This was legit like the first time I got like buzzed since before Tiger was born. Because I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't bear to like. Oh, I. Because I get buzzed for so hard and so long. Hashtag phrasing. Uh, I. I, <laughs> I was like, oh, I can't. I don't dare get buzzed. If, if little tiny baby tiger needs me, but yeah, with this stone cold beer, I'm like, oh. dude, dude, dude is a little more independent and self sufficient. So I'm like, okay, I can, I can take a late night of getting a little buzz. I don't have to worry. I'm like, oh, do I have to pick up the baby? No, do I have to change his diaper? I, I don't trust myself changing his diaper when I'm, if I'm drunk. But yeah, on three sixteen, he he was firmly asleep, and I after I I, I filmed that quick video, I, I finished off that beer, and yeah, it it was really good. But yes, uh, you don't take a take a long walk to talk about how yes, uh, our YouTube page is is, is growing. It's 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 been very it's it's been awesome that the YouTube. Video. I guess all I had to do was start unboxing all my entire game collection. And uh, this past weekend, I had a uh, another revelation. I'm like, oh, I, you know, Saturday I took Tiger to go visit Grandma, and then I saw my old room, and I saw my, I saw my, I have a big uh, IKEA Billy uh, bookcase, but it's full of of DVDs. Oh, like uh, I was such a slut for DVDs back in the in the the, the twenty the two thousands, or <laughs> I, I guess I should quantify. Yeah, it was the two thousands. Yeah, I was getting Blu-rays after like 2010 or whatever, but uh, yeah, in the 2000s, I, I was just buying all. I have all these cool-looking box sets. I'm like, wait, I'm doing the game unboxings. I should do movie unboxings. Expand the category. I'm sure that can get me views because this whole unboxing games thing has been is it's actually working a lot better than playing the gosh darn games. So. We'll see how that goes. I'm like, I was like, all right, cool, because I, I, I'm naturally concerned. Like, all right, so this is unboxing thing is working, but I only have, you know, so many games. I have, you know, I, I have a, a pretty good collection. I mean, just the stuff I got from working for Nintendo alone should keep me uh, afloat for a, a good long while on top of everything I bought when I was working for, for GameStop and then everything I bought afterwards. But uh, I'm not sure. I'm like, oh crap! I gotta figure this out. <laughs> I, 
like I don't have 10 years worth of content. Like if, if I do five unboxing videos a week, I might have enough content to get me to like a year from now. <laughs> I got some games. Don't get me wrong. I got a shit ton of games, but to, to, to fuel this YouTube channel for, for long term, it's either I have to start asking the boss. I'm like, yo, can I get some, grab some of the returns and just open those? <laughs> Stuff that's already been like open. Can I just do unboxing videos of those? Since we got a, a metric ton of games surrounding us. So like so far it's it's just been uh, other than what I listed in the in the um in the the in the video I, I put in the video oh one of them was oh this was a work requested unboxing or or when I did Alex Kid last year those those were those were for work purposes the, the everything else I've been doing now for the last three to four weeks that that's been my it's been my collection and I've been and then the the biggest challenge I, I ran into recently was trying to get all my DS game. I have all my DS games loose because back back in the in the peak of the in the DS, I would just leave all the all the cases at home and take the cartridges with me. I'd have uh, all these different pouches full of like D- loose DS cartridges, and so trying to do these unboxing videos, I have to like put them back together. And as like I'm panicking as because like, the 99% of my collection is in my office at work and uh, just trying to panic I'm like shit did I just lose all these super valuable games I'm like did I lose a $200 Castlevania Order of Ecclesia did I, did, did I lose my freaking I don't know how much is worth my Advance Wars Dual Strike like all these like all these uh, DS games that are apparently now super rare because uh, I, I got every Nintendo one sent to me while I was a rep they, they don't do that anymore for the reps and then I bought a whole bunch of it because I didn't have to buy any first-party games. I spent my money on third-party games. I would buy a bunch of those. So I have a giant, I have a, I have a roughly a hundred and I'm like, I'm trying to put it in a, like about 140 <laughs> DS games easily. Yeah, I, I think the full library is like some ridiculous number. I, I didn't grab all the all the shitty licensed games. But I have a just the like the DS games alone will carry me through the end of the year. But yeah, that, that's that's the big thing. I was like, oh, I'm trying to find more content. Like how 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 can I keep uh, milking this unboxing thing with all my retro stuff? I'm gonna have to start going to um, these uh, these uh, game expos or retro game expos and start like finding. Uh, uh, Good value, uh, complete in box games to, to keep the train going as well. But well, I'm figuring it out. Uh, there's other stuff I've been finding a lot of my, uh, like, so, like I said, visited grandma's house. I was going through all my stuff there as well. I was going through the garage, all the Nintendo rep stuff. I was like, I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, cool. I found a, a binder from one of the Nintendo trips I took because every, every year. They'd have all the Nintendo reps, you know, travel to to one city. They 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 hole us up in some resort, and we'd have a bunch of uh, seminars and classes where they cover oh what we're gonna do for the for the holiday season coming up. And I, I was looking for like a, I was looking for some of those um, folders or binders, and I've been I've been weighing the pros and cons. I'm like, do I show some of these on my YouTube page? I'm like, can Nintendo come after me? If I show some 
some silly uh, uh, PowerPoints from 2010 showing how weak the the Wii and 3D uh, the, the Wii and DS lineup were coming up to the launch of the 3DS and prior to the launch of like of, of whatever the Wii U was going to be because <laughs> it, it was bringing back all these memories like yeah I'm like hey, it was getting kind of rough around 2010 and 2011 everyone's wondering when, when's the Nintendo Next coming out or whatever or Wii 2 it was a Nintendo Next at that point Nintendo Next was the was the Switch that's like everyone's like well, when's the next Wii coming out and of course naturally I didn't know shit <laughs> I didn't know shit till that uh, that E3 of uh, I think it was E3 2012 when they just when they revealed it and they showed everybody here's the Wii oh no actually no it was E3 2011 I think because there was two different E3s where they they showed all the uh, conceptual shit and then the following year 2012 is when they showed the all the all the games that were gonna come out on it when they showed Nintendo Land so it was, like, it was 2011 when they you know. They released the 3DS, and then they showed the uh, they 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 showed the uh, what do you call it the, the Wii U or what it was or I don't know if the, I'm not even sure if they called if they called it the Wii U back then. My memory is terrible. But, I mean, they showed the system in 2011. They were they revealed it at E3 2011, and then that that system was a pain in my ass right up until the day it came out, which was also my last one of my last days working for Nintendo. Yeah, we we covered that a few weeks ago. It's like, oh, why did I quit Nintendo? That like you, you can go back and listen to that episode if you want to hear that whole tale. But yeah, going through the binder and then the, the, me and the wife were driving around yesterday and we drove by a Best Buy and I was like, oh, I was telling my wife a story about, oh, I can tell you a story about that Best Buy. I can tell you a story about this Target over here. It's like I have all these uh, ridiculous stories of all these uh, retail establishments where either a, a positive or many times a, a negative interaction. I was like, oh, that store manager didn't give a shit. <laughs> like, I had to file a complaint against this store over here. That I didn't go to that store for a year. Like, a GameStop manager's X, Y, and Z didn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, it, it was just, yeah, it's an odd life, and I still have random memories of, you know, driving by, or even driving by the husks of the old stores, we were in, yesterday we were in Alhambra, and we, we drove by the, the the empty husk of the Toys R Us, I, I think it's a big lots now, and it's just, it just trips me out thinking about, it. oh yeah, I remember that, that, that Toys R Us in Alhambra, that was a weird one, their, their back room was downstairs, it was, a, it was a giant staircase you had to take to go down underneath the store, and that's where they stored everything. Like I think it was one one of the only ones of its kind because of the. <laughs> I remember they showed the XL and then the 3DS immediately after. I was like, "What's going on, marketing?" <laughs> A lot of times for the for the U.S. marketing team, they, they, they was it was out of their control. Yeah, because they had the DSi XL. Yeah, because that came out, like, oh, what was that like? DSi XL came out like in like fall of 2010 and then almost immediately like March of 2011 hey 3DS I'm like the fuck <laughs> what's going on guys yeah like in the like in, in, in the binder I found I found as I was showing all the, all the price drops that they were doing 
for the holiday prior to the 3DS launch, where they price dropped the DSi and the DSi XL. The, the freaking DSi, uh, James. You remember the DSi? You you were there at the the, the DSi launch with me, where I, I I was there manning a photo booth where people could uh could develop their their photos from their from their from their DSis. I think that that was like the second to last fun, or I guess quote unquote fun launch I worked. I worked at the, the 3DS launch and. And at the uh, West Hollywood Best Buy, which was a giant waste of time, because <laughs> they didn't have you know, for that two forty nine price point, there weren't a lot of people lining up to to fork over a quarter of a G for for the three DS. Even though the three DS is you know is an awesome system, but there was no godforsaken software when when that thing came out. Man, it was. There was a couple of cool things here and there. I mean, I I remember I, I played. I remember those first like six months. It was mostly like, I played Street Fighter Four, and then like Dead or Alive Dimensions. <laughs> Don't I badmouth Nintendo? Man, I, Nintendo really thought everyone was just gonna upgrade to play Nintendo Cats. <laughs> hey, Metal Gear Acid was on the PSP, sir. <laughs> Uh, I forget when MGS3 came out because <laughs> it was MGS3 which is now apparently like super valuable <laughs> my, my, my boss at work was trying to get that uh, built or you know some people might say uh, the, the, the technical term is rebuild when they, when, they, when they get a game to be reprinted my boss was trying to get that printed on the 3DS one more time but because of the recent, uh, uh, they found uh, Konami had had used unlicensed footage in Metal Gear Three. Now it's like all of a sudden, oh no, we can't do that until we secure the license for whatever. Like old, I don't know exactly what's for because it was reported because you know all those um all those collections got taken down off the digital stores recently. It's like which may or may not have that. Have had to do with my boss inquiring about building a bunch of these games one last time before, uh, before the PS3 and before all uh, before 3DS were were officially retired. Apparently, the, here, here here's some inside info for the few people who who watch this or listen to this. Yeah, 3DS is now officially, you know, you, no one is building it anymore. Oh, it was Ghost Recon. <laughs> That's right, Go, Ghost Recon, which played like. Uh, a grid-based game, I believe, on the 3DS. Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon. I think they released a Splinter Cell as well. But yeah, I remember though those first few months until like, like like for me and well, actually I played a lot of like Resident Evil 3, oh Resident Evil: The Mercenaries 3D. I know that's where the majority of my time. If, you, if we go boot up my uh, my my screen time on the 3DS. Uh, I put I put a good amount of time to the Mercenaries 3D, which I, I played recently on 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 our Twitch channel, twitch.tv forward slash Dre GP podcast. Uh, I, I, there's some still some clips of that and River City Girls. I haven't had an opportunity to to stream on Twitch. I, I'm kind of waiting till I can upgrade my phone after the tax return comes in before I try streaming on Twitch again with the, with this iPhone 8. I need like a 13 or an 11 or something now. 
yeah, uh, all, all, the, all the videos I made last Friday, I, it, it turns out they all look like crap. It's like, man, I, I had bad reception, and this phone doesn't connect to Wi-Fi right now, so it's putting my, my, my game streaming plans on hold until I can upgrade this sucker whenever the federal government decides uh, we can get our, our return, which is, I don't know, there's a big old holdup. I don't know what the holdup is. I guess they're like, hey, wait, you shouldn't be getting back this much money. But yeah, 3DS launch. Yeah, James, you you, you remember? I remember, remember you and I were playing um when they oh, what was that what was that Pokemon Rumble Blast? That game was fun. I liked that game. That game was that game was a good time. I think that a part of I, I see Rumble World at work. I I, I kind of want to buy it because I know now that 3DS is like gone extinct officially as far as hardware and now software goes. Like nope, like they they are. It's funny because a lot of people think, oh, you know, once the system kind of just goes away, everyone, th- everybody thought the 3DS was dead, like in whatever 2016 or 2017, or when, whenever the last games like came out, everybody thought it was dead. Then nope, they they, they still kept producing game. I mean, rebuilding games. Like if you if somebody needed another, you know, few thousand copies of Legend of Zelda. A link, a link Between Worlds or Super Mario 3D World. Nintendo's like, sure, alright, if you you want to pay to build these, yeah, here you go. Here's X amount of thousands. <laughs> you, you never set up your 3DS XL, but you have one basically new in box. That, my friend, is actually pretty valuable. If you, if you gotta pay off a bill or something, you, that right now, uh, the, that, that hardware is valuable. Yeah, I think, uh, what I find this I found this morning my I found my my 3ds XL uh, like uh, whatever the case or the box I'm like oh cool I can do an unboxing of the new 3ds XL <laughs> uh, yeah all that stuff is like super valuable now like like I was half joking I'm like I, I saw like I, I see like a, a, a 2ds at work or the 2ds XL I'm like man that thing was actually kind of cool even though I own like how many 3ds I I own several 3ds <laughs> and several DS. I, I charged up a DSi XL today so I could play Castlevania Order of Ecclesia <laughs> I could have just popped into a 3DS, but I was like, you know what? I'm gonna play this sucker on the on the biggest screen I have. <laughs> I, I'm, if I'm gonna be honest, I think the the DSi XL was probably my favorite of all the DS systems, simply because it was so goddamn big. It actually fit my giant mitts. Because many times when I was still repping. I remember one of the questions I was asked in regards to that, who is this system for? And then I would immediately just go, like, i just hold my hand up and be like, the system was for me <laughs> and for people and mutants, giants like me. <laughs> yeah, James looked at, uh, James looked up his, D, his 3DS XL, <laughs> uh, CIB, brand new. It's going for 750 Yeah, there, there is a, because Nintendo pulled the plug on anything related like you can't even get like parts for it there there's no support for it so now if you have a functioning 3ds of, of, of any system from launch to 
to whatever the, the 2DSs that came out last. Those things are like gold now. It's like, oh, people suddenly like, yeah, 3DS software is starting to shoot up in price because, oh, it's out of print. The 3DS is completely out of print now. As of like a couple months ago, 3DS is completely out of print. And uh, I guess word has gotten out to collectors. So now all, all these, you know, Oh, relatively rare or rare games are now starting to skyrocket in price, and and, and thankfully for for my boss, he, he had the foresight to get as many 3DS games as humanly possible from Nintendo and from whatever third parties were still willing to produce 3DS games in the last year year and a half. He, he my, my boss had kind of has that foresight. He he this is why he's one of the most successful distributors in, in, in the business. And a lot more people are starting, are going to find out who he is in the next few months. Like he, he, he's already getting a little famous because of some random YouTube videos that are popping up here and there from uh, these, these content creators. The, the boss is getting, <laughs> people are starting to know who he is. It's like, oh man, he's the guy for, the, he has the crazy warehouse full of games. I, I cannot reveal where that warehouse is now. <laughs> Now, the bosses have been getting very concerned. Uh, 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 they're like, make sure you don't talk about where the warehouse is. I'm like, hmm, have I? I'm like, I was like, I'm like thinking back. Have I mentioned where it is? I'm like, I know it's. I don't think I've put a city on it. I'm like, huh? Because so a lot of these create because of the the last video that my boss did with the, with a content creator. I'd say it's like really blown. I mean, I think it's within gaming. It's like really blown up, and a lot. And then it, it, it leads to a lot of the video game crazies. Be like, they want to know where it is, whether for good reasons or for mostly bad reasons. Because you know, I, I kept like perusing the YouTube comments. Like I, I made a jokey comment, and then the the bosses asked me, "Can you go delete your comment?" Because one of the bosses like, "Oh, my daughter clicked through, saw your comment and clicked through and found that it was you." I'm like. Okay, I'm going to go delete my comment now. Because <laughs> they don't want people putting two and two together. Like, oh, of my 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 show, my podcast, my, my YouTube page, connecting it to the, the location of the secret warehouse that now people are very interested in finding out. Where, where is this place with all the fucking games? There's some place with, uh, with, with all the fucking games? <laughs> I think the funniest part is, is like, it, it's so much crazier than people can imagine. But then it's also at the same time so not as exciting as people imagine it to be. It's like, it, it's pretty wild, but it's also like, well, I don't know. I, me and my office mate, we always joke, it's like, we're kind of desensitized to it because we've been working in it for like three plus years now. It's like, we. It, it's like I know I know it's cool, but it doesn't like feel as cool as like when I first started working there. Where I was, I was fortunate enough to know somebody because it's like the mafia. They 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 literally don't they don't hire strangers. Like whoever gets hired, they they have to know. Like it has to be someone who's already there. Someone has to vouch for them. That way, if that person tries to like do some shady shit, someone is responsible for them. That way they can, it puts like a, it puts a burden on the person hired and it also puts a burden on the person who's recommending someone. 
So my 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 friend who recommended me, he 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 took he took the chance, but then once the one of the bosses found out he was a I was a former Nintendo rep, then he was like, Oh no, yeah, you can stay. I wanna buy all your rare things. <laughs> oh wait, you're a really good employee. Alright, awesome. No. <laughs> yeah, bonus. Good employee and I have access to rare Nintendo stuff that that the that one of the main bosses he he loves to collect rare Nintendo shit. <laughs> So I was like, "All right, cool. I can, I can. I was able to get out of some debts by by, by turning over a bunch of, of of my cool shit. I didn't turn over all my cool shit, but I turned over some things that I probably didn't want to part with. But hey, sometimes you gotta get out of some debts. <laughs> That's more important than hanging on to some some some, some rare things. But yeah." The, it's it's pretty funny that with the boss he's he's getting right like he went to this uh, SoCal uh, retro game expo that happened a few weeks ago, and uh, and and, ever, and, uh, and he he was very uncomfortable like oh pe- people know who I am now I'm like yes that's what happens when you let content creators in because he he's trying to build a, he's building his social media so we can leverage that to help the business, but. I don't know if he's ready to get as famous as he's gonna get, <laughs> or that type of fame. Because <laughs> he, well, the boss, he's a cool dude. Me, 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 and him are homies now. It's like we're, we're very, like, he's younger than me. <laughs> like, yeah. Sometimes you gotta sell so you can buy more later. I mean, exactly. That that's true. <laughs> it, it, the the biggest thing for me is like the amount of restraint. I've had to show like working there because you know it's like I started working there became before I became a dad before you know I had I, I started working there full-time just after Rose and I got engaged but uh, I got the full-time gig and then a few months later that sounds like when uh, Tiger was, was Tiger was gonna be a thing it's like oh we're gonna be parents <laughs> I can't buy any games I think literally like before I found out I was gonna be a dad, I think that I had only I had bought like Kingdom Hearts three, and I bought this like now it's kind of a kind of rare Nintendo Switch game, which I'm guess I'm glad I shouldn't have op- I, I'm glad I didn't open because it's probably worth a few hundred dollars now. It's like the liar print, like it was like the liar prince and the blind princess or something. It was like something super cool that both the wife and I like looked at it like that looks really cool. It's like oh, like we're gonna get that and we'll play it. Cause I'm like, oh, it's a, it's a, it's a valuable game, but yeah, we'll, we'll open and play. But like, we never got around to it because we became pregnant and then became parents, and then yeah, no time for that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I've I've purchased very few games. Like, I think if I hadn't become a dad, I would have bought so many more games in the last two and a half years. I would have bought, like, I would have bought a. a Stupid amount of games, just like the, the stuff that I see at work and stuff that slipped through, that has literally slipped through my fingers because I'm like, oh, I can't afford to buy it, and then we sell through. I'm like, well, that game's gone now. Can't get that one. <laughs> but uh, you know what? It's like I, I I've made my peace with it. I, I've I've chosen I, I've chosen my son over over buying a bunch of games. So there, there's, there's been one or well, a couple recent. There was like Dragon Quest Eight for the 3DS. I had to buy that. I was like, okay, I'm, I am, I, I cannot let that one get by me, because <laughs> that game's like worth like 150, 200 bucks, and the, the boss managed to get a whole bunch of them. He sold it to me at a very reasonable price, much less than its value. 
I'm like, I gotta buy it. I have to buy it. And Rosa understood. She's like, okay, this sounds like something you could really. I'm like, I really want this game. I need this game. I still haven't had a chance to play it. <laughs> I'm kicking my my own ass. I'm like, dang it, I want to play this game, but it's again, it's like the, that game is like a whole a whole ass commitment. Uh, Dragon Quest Eight. The last time I played it on PS2. It, it, it consumed 132 or 335 hours of my life. So I don't know if I have. I'm like I got maybe 20 minutes a day, which that's the nice thing about the 3DS or and or the Switch. I'm like oh, I like the portable gaming. It's less disturbing here at home. I can just sit in the bathroom or sit in the corner and not 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 brightly play a game. Like if if I'm playing it on the on the big old 50 inch TV. It's too bright, wakes everybody up too loud. But yeah, that's, that's, I, there's very few games I've I purchased, but it's still it stings sometimes. Where like I see a game just like disappear, like slip through. I'm like, no, it's gone forever. Especially like, uh, a lot of times, it's usually like retro games, like for like PS2 or original Xbox or GameCube, where I'm just like I watch it just like slowly sell through. I'm like, there it goes gone, like a brand new sealed copies of games, I'm like, it's gone make your peace like you weren't going to get to play with it anyway maybe I'll go find a, a used one later on in life <laughs> yeah the, the, the pandemic really if the pandemic did anything to make me mad aside from, you know, kill a bunch of people it really caused a lot of games to go up in value, especially ones I wanted. I wanted. I love. I, I think I was talking about it last week. I love the the PS2, Xbox, and GameCube era of gaming. Like that was the last time you, 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 you when you bought a game, you got the whole game. There was no uh, DLC to buy the rest of the game. There was no you need to be online the whole time. There was no uh, requirement to. To get more, you have to have other people. That, I mean, there were obviously multiplayer games back then, and that was the first generation where you did get online, and you could play against other people, but it wasn't required. It was an online only. I mean, there were like a few games. I'm looking at Fantasy Star Online with this evil eye. Um, but yeah, that like I love that generation. I wanted to buy and. I've always wanted to buy more GameCube games. I because that one of my great regrets of when I worked for Nintendo was that I had all this access. I could have just ordered a bunch of GameCube games working for Nintendo. And I I got them at the at the cost <laughs> of what they cost to make. So here's a little more inside baseball. When I worked for Nintendo, uh, I, I I think if I wanted to buy like a, a fifty dollar GameCube game. It would only cost me like fifteen dollars or eighteen dollars, <laughs> like, or if it was an older game, it was even less because they'd send us the the employee pri- or I could go online and sometimes they send out the employee price list, like how much does this cost if you want to buy it? Uh, here's that for the for the for the employee store. Here here's the pricing. And it was just like oh, and I don't know if it was just idiocy or arrogance. I didn't buy all the GameCube stuff. I was like, okay, I'm going to buy other system. Like, that stuff's just going to be there. I'll buy it later. And now, like, after the pandemic, so many of these GameCube games are, like, 150 to, like, $300. And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, I own several of those games that are, like, crazy value, like a Paper Mario Thousand Year Door or a Metal Gear Solid Twin Stakes, but I bought those back 
when I was still like even that was before I even worked for Nintendo but it was just having access I could have bought so much stuff and then apparently like right after I had quit they did like a Nintendo did uh, for the employees they did like a garage sale where they they were just clearing out a bunch of that stuff for like a dollar or two dollars and they were like oh we'll just deduct it from your paycheck just (laughs) tell us what you want and then then one of my friends told me like how you just spent like two three hundred dollars buying a bunch of games and just flipping them or selling them <laughs> later on i was like oh i could have just filled my collection and then and then or maybe if i had hung on to a lot of stuff like i probably would have i would have just stuck it in a box in my mom's garage and I'm like oh what all these games are worth you know 50 to 100 bucks now cool i paid a dollar for them there's all this, all these what ifs what if ah like Hindsight is twenty twenty. You know, I was like, oh, if if if, I can wish in one hand, shit in the other, and see which one fills up first. But it, that stuff still kind of bothers me to this day. So yeah, I, I want I like I I love the GameCube, and I want to buy a. There's a lot of these games I wanted to buy, but now it's just like, oh no, it's out of reach now. It's like, it's not realistic and it's not sensible to try to buy these games now. I have to. Like during the the pandemic, everything rose five to ten times its value. I, the I feel like it's coming back down, but it's not going to be where it was in like 2019. That all of the value of some of these 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 GameCube games, or even a lot some like some PS2 games. Like I have a good like 90 to 90 or so PS2 games. I have a pretty nice. I have a nice tightly curated PS2 collection there there isn't anything that I feel like I'm missing in my PS2 collection but it was like of my GameCube collection I was like oh damn I didn't buy that game or I didn't buy this game like there, there's one at work where I'm like oh look, there's this 007 everything or nothing because I, I had borrowed it when I, back when I worked for games I had borrowed it because you could always borrow games and someone had traded in a copy of everything or nothing but that was back when I was still just an assistant manager. Like I, I couldn't afford to just straight up buy the game, so I, I borrowed it and I I played through it on a couple of you know late nights. I'm like, this was awesome. It was like, I'm like, it's like the best Pierce Brosnan movie. Uh, it was the best Pierce Brosnan movie. <laughs> it was better than Goldeneye. <laughs> and I was like, I, I always meant to buy it. I never did. And then oh, I come to work at this warehouse and there's a bunch of them. I'm like, oh, they have it. They have everything. I can get a brand new sealed copy of everything or nothing awesome but i just never pulled the trigger and it's just slowly been going up in price it just keeps climbing up i'm like i should have just bought it the first week i was here what am i doing (laughs) but then it's a and that's the conundrum I'm like okay i can buy it but will i play it that's what usually stops about like 95% of my purchases from work. Like I, like, I would have bought so many more games, but I, was like, I know it's like, oh, I know I'm not going to play it. Because I, when, I, when I bought that Kingdom Hearts 3, I played it twice maybe. But then again, a lot of that is, oh, I became a dad, so my free time to game is very limited. Whatever free time I do have, I choose to use it like on Mondays. I, I, I spend my hour, hour and a half here and then talking to you guys or editing the, the audio and editing the video after the fact that that's why I have to I have to use my, my time wisely or at work if I have some free time I'm 
figuring out content for the YouTube page. <laughs> so that, that's what that's what stops the purchases most of the time. I don't. There's no time to play it. There's so many Switch games. I'm just gonna like it's like I would just buy stupidly, but it's like nope, no time. There's no time. No time. To, but the game I am gonna purchase, I think I might have talked about it last week. But the the TMNT collection. I'm going to buy that. I'm going to make time to play it. Because, again, like I said, that's from an era of, like, I don't need to be online to play this. I think there's online on this game, but I, I'm not going to use it. I'm going to beat Turtles in time by myself. <laughs> I, I, I'm hoping there's unlimited continues. <laughs> As the Shredder beats my ass, and Krang beats my ass, and Rock City, and Bebop, and Baxter Stockman, and whoever, who knows what the fuck else is going to be in it. Well, this was in those, the arcade version and the Super Nintendo version. Uh, I hope there's rewind. <laughs> so, so that when I play original TMNT from the NES, I can get through that horrible uh, underwater section that murdered so many people back in the days. <laughs> and I'm very excited about that game. because I, I like playing older games. I'm just... It's where I'm comfortable. Modern games can be very intimidating. Ah. So yeah, let, let, let's wrap let, let's wrap things up here. It's it's almost eleven. I gotta, I don't want to get too excited here, get too loud, and wake up the wife or, or wake up uh, wake up the son. But yeah, please please go go if if you haven't already, please go check out our YouTube page. It's growing. It's showing. It's getting better and bigger. Getting, a lot, I'm getting a lot more views. We are like a like a hundred percent more views in the last four weeks compared to the to the, the month before. Because it, it was our, I was already trying to move the metrics, but it's doing really well now. So yeah, Dre's Ge search for Dre's Geek Philosophy. If you haven't subbed already, please sub. Well, because once we get to 100 subscriptions. I can change the URL from youtube.com forward slash random names, random or random numbers, random letters to youtube.com forward slash Dre's Geek Philosophy. I'll be able to change that if we get to 100 subs. So if you can help us out there, that's, that's very appreciated. Make sure to follow us on social media, on Twitter, on Facebook, and on Instagram at DreGB Podcast. And if you want to be a supporter of the show beyond uh, liking or uh, subscribing, you can support us on Patreon.com. Uh, search for Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. We have two awesome patrons. We have Daniel Wong and Ryan Tanaka. I try to make sure I mention them every episode since they can directly contribute to my ability to keep this podcast on SoundCloud. Every single episode is on SoundCloud. available, And primarily thanks to their monthly patreon donations to the show they help subsidize the cost that cost and if we if we can get more patrons then we can do more things that, that opens up the budget to do uh do other things i i realize it's almost been a year and i still need to fulfill the uh, <laughs> the contest that i had last year i still have a fill for poor andy vasquez has been waiting for me i've been i've been waiting for a little extra money in the paycheck <laughs> so i could purchase a copy of the game that he, he that he he won uh, that he snuck in and, and won the uh, the RNG from from James and from from Damon I need to fulfill a copy of Mad World for him which thankfully we have a good amount of those at work I don't have to worry about that one running out but I'm still I still gotta wait for 
I gotta, I gotta wait for an extra, uh, a little extra money in the paycheck before I fulfill that contest prize. I, I apologize to Andy. I know he's come on here, but he he's been supporting the the videos on on Facebook of all the. Uh, so I was like, I I, I gotta take care of uh, of of our guys here. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. This has been Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. We will catch you guys next time. And this I do for my wife every week. This noise is for her and for her alone.